Day 11, 40 days of joy, the culture of gladness. Hebrews 1.9 says Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his companions. And in the devotional, we, we go at gladness in, in a lot of different ways and cheerfulness. and But I want to focus in on us as leaders parents, friends, what kind of culture do we carry around with us? What kind of, if we want to use the word spirit, what is the atmosphere that we bring wherever we go? You know, people talk about culture, and I love the fact that I'm here at Bethel Church on staff in the Bethel Leaders Network, which is such a great place for leaders around the world who believe that Bethel's their tribe or, or they want to deepen their connection with Bethel. It's a great place to do it, and it's about culture. It's about culture. Dan Fairley wrote the book Revival Culture, 13 Cultures. It's a great book for people who want to understand how to have a wineskin of increase and revival. and It's similar to what I did with Paul Manwaring before the Bethel Leaders Network was called Bethel Leaders Network. It was called Global Legacy. And Paul Manwaring and I created the Leader Development Program, which was 12 cultures. We did a month each on online. We had a workbook. We, it was really fun. And, and it really tried to, same thing that Dan Farrelly did with the book, but really understood, again, that leadership is so much about creating cultures. Culture's the atmosphere. Culture's the philosophy. Culture's the why of the priorities that are there. And, and, People say, well, whether it's a culture of honor, a culture of valuing his presence, a culture of the goodness of God, the culture of family, the culture of generosity. People say, well, how can I get that? Well, the the thing I say is we first need to get it in ourselves as a leader. Then we get it in our core team. We we discuss it. We read books about it. We, I as a leader, will say, all right, I believe this is important. And if I'm leading a church, an organization, a business, and I believe a certain culture is important, I'm going to find some other person who's in my culture, or I, if needed, I will import somebody who can help us establish that. So the culture of gladness is a, is, a, is a culture that's so important. Again, Hebrews 1.9, Jesus was anointed with the oil of gladness above all his companions. Jesus was the most glad being on the planet. He created a culture of gladness. And I'll say it again. Great leaders, great parents create a culture of gladness.
I've written the book called The Culture of Empowerment, How to Champion People, and it takes Bill Johnson's quote from Bethel Church, my goal is not to build a big church, but to build big people. It's a culture. It's a mindset. It's a, it's a way uh, of doing things. And, and encompassed within the culture of empowerment is the culture of gladness. Because gladness is going to cause us to become a leader that people will actually want to be around. And we've all been around leaders. We've all been around people who use control, manipulation, anger, who belittle, who it's not about building people. It's not about creating a culture where people can thrive. It's a, Really, it's about a culture of, of creating uh often slaves to accomplish the goal of the organization or the leader. I'm not saying that it's not important for the people who are being a part of an organization, church, to not be loyal, to not be committed. That's an important quality or qualities. But it's we want to create a place where people can become what they never thought they could become. We want to create a culture where we're building big people. And as we were talking about 40 days of joy and the importance of it, and one of the things is, is that as a leader, (laughs) I believe this. Uh, I I have a, well, let me say it this way. I have a difficult time trusting any leader who doesn't value laughter. Because it doesn't mean we laugh all the time, but it's it's being able to laugh at ourselves, being able to, to joke and to tease and to have fun, really manifests a healthy person that I want to be a part of. If, if my leader, or if I'm this way, if, if again, I'm cynical, I'm critical, uh, I'm always overwhelmed by everything that's happening. I'm controlling. I'm unpredictable about my emotional state. That's not safe. That's not fun. And if we pursue a culture of gladness in our leadership, in our parenting, in our marriage, then we're going to have to let go of a lot of things. We have to let go of, of perfectionism. We're going to have to let go of control. We're going to have to let go of offense. We're going to have to let go of pessimism. We're going to have to let go of shame and unworthiness. We're going to have to let go uh, of criticism. So here's what I see. I see you, even in these 40 days, whether we're an official leader or not, whether we're a parent or not, whether we're married or not, whether uh, we have anybody following us seemingly or not, we have people in our lives. And are we known as a person who creates a culture of gladness? Or are we known for something else? And again, I'm not saying we never have a bad day. Uh, I'm not saying we never uh, do anything wrong. We just take ownership for it. And 
this culture of gladness, if we pursue that as a leader, I believe it's going to fast track us into being the kind of leader that people are going to want to follow, will attract big people, will create big people. Certainly, it's not the only component of leadership, but it's an important one because it demonstrates a healthiness. And healthy leaders, healthy parents create healthy people. Looking forward to tomorrow, day 12.